Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Let's talk about sex. Good sex. On top of the mountain, sex. For me, that is when me and my partner come at the same time, but that rarely happens, and that's because there is an orgasm gap. Women take just a little bit longer to come than guys. And that's okay because there is a solution to that problem. And that's Promescence Delay Spray. Now, their delay spray is not just for guys with PE. It's for any guy who wants to last a little bit longer in bed without having to worry about lasting longer in bed. And that's because it's not going to transfer to your partner and it's not going to totally numb you out. And for your partner, they have a whole women's line of products I love their warming gel. I am never without it. <laughs> they sell lube. They sell condoms. They have sex toys. They have everything you need for a really hot night of sex. I love Promescent products, but don't just take it from me. Over 2,000 medical professionals recommend them too. So go get yourself some. Go to promescent.com slash strictly anon. That's promescent.com slash strictly anon to get all your promescent products. They have free shipping. They have a 60 day money back guarantee and your package is of course going to arrive discreetly. So no one's going to know what you bought. That's promescent.com slash strictly anon or just go to the description and click on the link. Welcome to the strictly anonymous podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show, let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chain. Here is your host, Kathy. Hey, welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast with Kathy. If you want to be on the Strictly Anonymous Podcast, it's called Strictly Anonymous because I change everybody's voices. Nobody knows who anyone is. I change everyone's names, change voices. People email me from phony emails. They make up phony names. They call me from block numbers. I don't even need to know who you really are. I just want to hear your true story. So if you have an interesting, naughty, true story that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous, you could be on the show. Send me uh, an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show. Just give me a couple sentences about what you are down to talk about. You could also call my anonymous confessions line. That number is 347-420-3579. That's 347-420-3579. You could call that number 24-7, but don't text me there or, you know, FaceTime me. <laughs> I only use that for my anonymous confessions and when I'm taping callers. So uh, that's a confessions hotline. It's available, like I said, 24-7. I changed the voices over there as well. So don't worry. Those anonymous confessions are all aired over on my Patreon. My Patreon's super fun. You get pictures, anonymous pictures of all my guests, 
mostly all the females at this point I should say all of them because it's like maybe one or two and all the females I've had in the past two years haven't sent me pics and the girls always send in hot pics so if you want to put a hot pic to any of these episodes you listen to go join my Patreon it's five dollars a month you could cancel it anytime plus you get all these uh episodes early ad free we do q a's uh and you also get the anonymous confessions now if you haven't followed me on instagram or twitter make sure to follow me there at strict anonymous you could also dm me there if you want to be on the show that's at strict anonymous both on instagram and on twitter uh if you're listening on any podcast app which most likely you are make sure to subscribe to my show and if you love my show Give me five stars. And if you could write a review, that would be great. Uh, I got a really nice review from a guy named Taylor. Could be a girl. (laughs) And Taylor said, I'm so glad I found this podcast. Not only is Kat the amazing interviewer, but her advice is always spot on. Thank you. I think my advice is spot on too. (laughs) You're hearing real people with real problems. And every episode is super interesting. There's always something you could take away from yes I agree I mean I give three episodes a week because I want to make sure that there's something for everybody at least one episode a week that somebody would be interested in but I really believe that everyone every single episode is uh has so many layers to it and is just super interesting so thanks Taylor for that great review write me a review if you want uh today I have on Erica now Erica has been on the show before I had a lot of people at once contact me to be back on the show like a lot of update people normally I post though those updates early in January but everybody that I reached out to for updates didn't get back to me till just now so I have a lot of hot updates coming in for you the girls are always interesting and Erica does not disappoint she's back on this bitch like if she was alive during the phone sex days she could have been a phone sex operator because wait till you hear her tell her stories Oh my goodness, you're going to die. She's pretty dirty the way she talks, but she wasn't always that way. And that's what's like super interesting about her. Her backstory is out there. Her first episode, it's 322. Erica likes women and threesomes and orgies and everything included. I don't know what the exact title is, but it's something along those lines. And she does. Erica is into it all. And she has been into her open relationship with her guy, from the get-go, they do all kinds of things. She called in to talk about the fact, she was supposed to come on and talk about the fact that she had sex with my guest, Aaron. Now, Aaron was the young Orthodox Jewish kid who wound up at a swingers club and lost his virginity and has been swinging ever since. <laughs> He's a really young guy who's living a double life now. He contacted me to put me in touch with her, uh, and I did. And then she's like, oh, I'm hooking up with him tomorrow. I'm like, you got to come back on. She, But she was coming back on anyway with an update. So she talks about what happened with Aaron as well as uh, a recent hotel takeover she went to as well as a gangbang scenario that took place at a hotel that she involved her and her guy have like a big cream pie kink. She talks a lot about that. She talks about slightly hooking up with a hot stripper. She's very into girls. Uh, but like I said, we talk about that gangbang. There's like six guys included. She talks all about that. She talks about her DVP and how she loves that and what went down on one of those. And she just talks about their open relationship. Like Sam has other 
people that he hooks up with, like a couple that he's been with for a very long time and he goes and lives out his fantasies with them and screws them and she's cool with that. She doesn't see people solo without him. She prefers things with him. She's come to the understanding recently that she's very much an exhibitionist. She loves being watched and she loves hot wife fantasy. She talks about all the dirty talk her and her guy do. I'm telling you, the whole episode sounds like dirty talk just because the way she talks. I'm telling you, you'll see what I mean. Uh, but she's just, you know, living her best life and happy. And she happens to be very into the psychology behind sex. <laughs> I don't think that's the correct way to say it. But she is going to school currently to be a sex therapist right now. She's becoming a psychologist. She's getting that degree. And then she's going to get her PhD in sex education. And she's going to be a good person to be out there helping people because she's super open. She is super curious and you're going to love her. So anyway, I'm going to be right back on with Erica. This is the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Uh, hi, Erica. Welcome back to the Strictly Anonymous podcast. Thank you. They say good things come in threes, so here I am for the third time. Yeah, you ha- you were on. The second one was more about you just talk like we did a girl talk episode, right? The first one was a great episode. It's 522, right? That's the number. I think it's like titled Erica is into women, threesomes, orgies, and more. That's the one episode where you hear all of your backstory. That's really fascinating because you do you do have a history. You were swinging. You had an ex-husband. You were swinging with him, and then you were cheating on him, and then you left him, and then you met the guy that you're with now. And you guys have been <laughs> very open and very sexual and doing a lot of things since you from the get-go of meeting each yeah. other. People want to hear yeah. that whole story because it is really interesting. It's 522 episode. I'll put a link to that in the description here. Then you called up and talked about blowjobs and we had a whole girl talk episode because you could you could come from blowing a guy and that's a whole other thing that people have to go listen to. Yep. <laughs> but recently I know we were chatting because you were and now I know that there's gangbangs involved in this conversation and updates because you're always out there doing crazy things. But I do also know... And I just want to start off with this real quick and tell me the update. You were about to bang one of my callers. Now, I have had on that thing before. Like, I have had two callers that have found each other and hooked up and had sex, you know. And then one of them came back and told me about it. And the guy turned out to be a douchebag. And it was the girl that called. It was a very interesting story. But with you, you were set up to have sex. Should we talk about it? Absolutely. With my little Orthodox Jewish boy who is like swinging behind his community's back. Okay. He has been. And he reached out to me afterwards. I mean, I had to like fucking put a stop to him because he was like using me as his like personal dating person. Like he just became obsessed with hooking up with all the women on my show. And so I hooked him up with you somehow. Right. He asked me to talk (laughs) to you and he reached out to you. Correct. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He reached out to me via WhatsApp and I listened to his episode and maybe a week or two prior, Sam and I, my boyfriend, we were just talking about like unfulfilled fantasies. And one of the things that I told him that I was interested in doing was actually training a young guy. Oh, and interesting. Just, 
yeah, like finding a kid, I mean, not a kid, but like a 20 to like 22, 23 year old, he was really inexperienced with women because I remember fucking guys at that age, like they had no idea what was going on and they didn't know how to like eat a woman out or even like finger them, you know? And so not to mention, I mean, sex lasted like eight seconds and that was it. And so like, it would be really hot to have a guy that I find and I just like send them out to the wild. So maybe spend like two or three months, like once every couple weeks banging in, but have it be like very instructional. I'm, I'm going to school to be a therapist. I want to be a sex and relationship therapist. Yeah. yeah, So I'm very comfortable talking about it and everything. And I thought, Oh, this is, this is something different. So then Aaron just kind of fell into my lap, but as you know, he lives across the world. So I'm like, oh, this is probably not the best. You know, it's not really what I was looking for. So I said to my boyfriend, I said, you know, part of me just wants to be that motherly type figure that can gently guide him into realizing like what he's potentially doing. So we did video chat a few times. It was all just him asking me questions. I think he was jerking off under the covers I mean just hearing my voice and just asking me questions about oh okay what's my favorite position what you know oh for sure give Sam a blowjob like I I wasn't having video sex with him but he would ask me questions and then we would get off the phone call and there would be maybe 10 or 15 minutes long and then he would he would message me like I came while we were on the call. Oh, yeah. So, and so you know who was doing that. Was, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. Good news. Strictly Anonymous Podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool, too. Send me an email. Strictly Anonymous Podcast at gmail.com. That's Strictly Anonymous Podcast at gmail.com or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show. If you have a short confession that you want to get off your back, call my confessions hotline 347-420-3579. That's 347-420-3579. You could call that number 24-7. I change all the voices on the confessions too. So you remain anonymous. The number the website, and the email address will all be in the description. So fast forward a couple months and he messages me that he's actually going to be in my area for a family wedding. And I said, okay, we set up a time to meet. And the first week, something came up on my end and I had to cancel the day before. And then the following week we set up to meet and then he canceled an hour before he was supposed to be at my house. He said he had a fever or something. And then he went back across the pond after that. But I had kind of distanced myself from him anyway. I had a little bit of a plan. I don't do anything with guys without Sam there. So Sam was going to be there. And then Sam and I kind of like role played out what we wanted the rest of the time to look like and Sam and I definitely have a cream pie kink we have a couple of trusted single guys they're not really single they're married with a hall pass 
And so they do regular testing and everything. And so we will do that with their them, yeah. back play mm-hmm. with them. And Sam loves fucking me with another guy's cream pie in me. Now he does not do any kind of like cleanup or anything like that. We just like the dirtiness right. of it. Mm-hmm. So he was, so Sam and I decided, okay, Aaron's going to fuck me. Then Sam's going to fuck me. Yeah. And then we're going to yeah. have Aaron just kind of sit in the corner and cuck him a little bit. And then I'm going to have Aaron fuck me again. After. So that was kind of our plan. Mm-hmm. But like I said, it didn't work out. Well, let me just tell you, if Aaron's listening to this episode, which he probably will, he's he's already come from this. Uh, you know, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, your whole fantasy is hot even because I was thinking like, oh, maybe we shouldn't really have this at the beginning of the episode or people are really going to be into it. But you make it hot. <laughs> well, thank you know, you. it's kind of like a story that went nowhere because you never even fucking hooked up with him. But you made it sound, yeah. still sound good, I think. <laughs> yeah. Well, and so I'm still actively trying to find that young guy. I recently got on Fet Life. Mm-hmm. And we, I had not been on there prior. Let me tell you, it's the Wild West. Really? Oh, 100%. I set up my profile, didn't put any face pics or anything, just some um, lingerie boudoir pictures, which I did send you boudoir pictures from a photo shoot that I did with Sam yes. to put on the Patreon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, people have to see you to believe you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there are so many events on Set Life. We had been on, we're on SLS as swingers, but there aren't that many events that are kind of publicized on there. Yeah. And Set has like the house parties, the gangbang parties, I mean, all the things. And oh, and we just did a hotel takeover, so I can talk about that, too. But yeah, um, I know I know some stuff, but I don't know it all. But, yeah, go on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So so we got on set, and I put on my profile that my daddy and I were looking for a young sub guy to play with. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, people come out of the fucking woodwork. And these are guys, they're muscular, they're attractive. And they want me to, like, put a fucking cage on their cock, and they want to clean my house. I had one guy message me, and he's like, I just want to give you money. I'm like, money for what? Yeah, that's Vindom. Financial domination. Yes. (laughs) Cha-ching. Although, (laughs) this is going to sound really uh, uh, bitchy, but he he wanted to meet up, and he's and I said, okay, how much are you going to give me? And he goes, $40. $40? Bucks? Fuck you. And I'm like, dude, I have to drive like 20 minutes to get to you. Like, I'm not driving 20 minutes for 40 bucks. Like, it better have three figures or I'm not coming. Yeah. And he was like, oh, it's turning me on that you don't want it. I'm like, no, no, you don't understand. It has to have at least three figures. Like, I'm not trying to turn you on. I'm just telling you, it's not happening. But yeah, so we have had some fun. We recently this week actually went to a gangbang party that was hosted on set. Yeah, tell me about that. And that's what I did here. <laughs> Somebody recently told me, like, you know, Fat Life isn't a, play, a good place to like 
meet people to hook up. There's other apps that are better for that. But what FetLife is great for is getting in the know of what is going on in the lifestyle in your area. Like the parties, like you said, the events, the hotel takeovers, like that's what goes down there, right? Did you, but we'll, we'll talk about whether you met people on FetLife. Why don't you start with the gangbang that you went to recently? Okay. So the other day I was just kind of perusing what was going on on fat and I saw a gangbang that was literally a half a mile away from my house on a Monday night. Wow. And Isn't it crazy that it was, people have no idea that this shit is going down a half a mile from their house too, probably. I know. I know. <laughs> and it's it was at a nice hotel. Like they got a really nice suite and everything mm-hmm. and you know, they charged for the single guys that went and then they said couples and single women were free to to come and so I messaged the organizer and it was also open bar so Mm -hmm. it's like okay it's free it's half a mile from my house and now I'm just interested because I I'm so curious about other people's kinks I love just hearing about what makes what turns people on and and, and all that. So I said to Sam, I said, let's just go. I said, even if we don't end up doing anything, we can still experience it. So I saw the girls and the girls that were participating were both bi, but not my type. Like I'm really pretty picky when it comes to women. Mm-hmm. And I said, so if you decide you want to fuck one of them, like that's cool. I'll probably just end up watching. So we get there like maybe 10, 10 30 at night and and the vibe is really chill. And like you people are just kind of hanging out. But let me ask you a quick question because I'm curious about like how this gets set up because it's a gangbang, but they're inviting couples and multiple girls. I mean, when they say it's a gangbang, is it that, okay, if you're a girl and you're coming, you're getting fucked by tons of guys? Like, I mean, how is it set up that it's a gangbang and not an orgy or just a swingers party? You know what I mean? Like, what's what's the difference? So I think there's, there's... In this particular situation, I can't speak to all of them. Yeah, just this Um, one. That's what I'm The guy that set it up, I think he's trying to kind of get like an entertainment slash party business off the ground. Uh So he had a couple of women who he knows in the lifestyle who like to be gangbanged. So he set it up like there is a gangbang for them. But since he's trying to kind of set up parties in general, I think that's why it was more open to couples and single females as well, just oh, to kind of get that. Okay, so that he, word it's out sort there. Of, so it's sort of like the gangbang girls he has. That's like the entertainment. Like, come see a gangbang, and you could participate, right. and other things will go on. But that's sort of how he's creating this party atmosphere. The gangbang is like the exactly. theme. It's like the theme. Exactly. Oh, okay. Yeah, interesting. Because while we were there, we were talking with him and, you know, he was kind of talking about his vision for the future and everything, partnering with different clubs, put on events and things like that. Mm-hmm. So we get there, everyone's just kind of chilling and I go to make Sam and I a drink and this one guy, he was really cute. He's probably like 25 or 26. He immediately starts chatting me up and I, I didn't wear lingerie or anything. I just wore kind of like a like a cocktail type dress, but not, you know, short, like maybe a club dress, I guess. Mm-hmm. And he starts chatting me up and, and then another guy starts chatting me up 
we all kind of talk together and then all of a sudden I've got like six or seven guys, you know, talking to me. And I am definitely an exhibitionist. I've I've been discovering this aspect of myself over the last few months. So they had a stripper to kind of get the party really started. And she comes out and she is a very attractive black woman. She's gotta be like six foot two. And she also has like stripper heels on. So she's like six five, like six, Amazon six. woman. Amazon woman. Yeah. yeah. And she kind of zeroes in on me and she has her nipples pierced. I also have my nipples pierced. She, and I was like, oh, your nipples are so hot. I'm like, I have mine done too. And she goes, can I see? I said, sure. And I had on a strapless dress. So I just kind of pull my dress down and she immediately starts like sucking on my nipples in front of everybody. And then I said, oh, I have my clip pierced too. <laughs> and you slept. Like, really? Can I see it? <laughs> I said, absolutely. So I didn't have panties on with my dress. I pull up my dress to show her my piercing. And all the guys, there's probably like 20 guys there. They're all just watching me and, and the stripper. And she starts licking my clit a little bit, just like playful. Mm-hmm. And, and then she moves on to the to the other guys and she's given dances and everything and but now I've got like all eyes on me because of that and so Sam and I are talking I said oh I don't know like maybe I do want to do something tonight it's like whatever you want to do babe is fine with me and I had a fantasy about doing kind of an anonymous gangbang at a club mm-hmm. I've been to one club in New York City and we don't live in New York City but we could travel there and he said they have it set up where there are maybe like two beds and they allow single guys in the club and he's been there where it's just been like guy after guy has fucked the girls that are laying there mm-hmm. and, I'm like, and I have an anonymous sex king too I'm I guess I have a lot of kinks now that I'm talking about them all, but <laughs> like, oh, that would be really hot. So I turned and I said, okay, I think I do. I think I do want to do this. While you're at the game. We bank. kind of briefly, yeah, while we're at the game. Yeah. So nothing has really happened with the other girls that the gangbangs are actually for. And they, like I said, they weren't attractive. I'm sorry to say, but whatever. I think the host of the party was glad that I got shit started <laughs> so I mean, with the, the whole bedroom. stripper scenario like now, yeah like like you're, that stripper, was the first hookup then, that's happening yeah yeah and then I say to a couple of the guys like all right let's go let's do it so I say to Sam I'm like okay this is what I want to do I don't want to kiss anybody I don't want to give blowjobs to anybody because I'm really careful when it comes to STDs and mm-hmm, everything mm-hmm. and I have no idea who the fuck these guys are yeah like I want everyone to wash their hands before they touch me and wear a condom that's that's the rules that I have and I'm not a pillow princess at all but I basically just said to everybody it's like look you can fuck me these are the rules you're responsible for your own orgasm and once I say I'm done I'm done right and they're like, all right, immediately. I mean, I take my dress off, I lay down on the bed, and immediately there's like five or six guys around me. And Sam's there, he's holding my hand, he's kind of running security to make sure everything is, you know, everyone's following the rules. And and yeah, I actually just got fucked by like six 
guys, I think. I was squirting. The first guy went down on me, made me come so hard. And then I squirted on his face. <laughs> and that's kind of a party trick. Totally. <laughs> and then after that, it was just off to the races. And and Sam said he could not believe. I mean, the guys were lined up. If I had wanted to go all night, I it would have just been guy after guy after guy. And then I was just done after that because for me, it wasn't even about getting fucked. It was just the experience of kind of having that multiple partner in a row. I mean, I've done DP, I've done DVP. There was none of that because it, it wasn't that kind of hookup. It was just lay on the bed, fuck right. me, mm-hmm. and then move on to the next one. Right. You were so, yeah, living so out that, that was... true gangbang fantasy. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So it was a Monday night. <laughs> How did you like it? You know, I liked it, but I don't think I would, I wouldn't do it again in that setting. I've done multiple guys in like a true kind of hookup type of situation where there is kissing and oral and and all of that. And I much prefer that. Right. Because um, you could do DVP. You'll do, you'll blow the guys. I mean, because everything is oh, like, yeah. there's testing and stuff done ahead of time, right? And yeah. Then you don't yeah, have to exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I've done that with, I think the first time I called in, I had done one of those with three guys and the one guy had kind of been a dud. I've done a couple more since then with guys that were actually really good and have had really good experiences. I actually had one DVP where both of the guys, neither of them, Sam, came in me at the same time. Okay, DVP, because I didn't know what DVP mm-hmm. was, I think, before someone came on my show. But DVP is two dicks <laughs> in one vag, because I knew what DP is, you know, dick in your ass and your right. pussy. But DVP, yep. for anyone that doesn't know, is you like two guys' dicks inside you at the same time. Now, I don't even know how you, like, maneuver that physically. Like, can you just tell me the position <laughs> that you're in? Just, like, with DP, like, what guys in the bottom. Oh, okay, so they're not, like, two dicks to each other. Interesting, right, okay. No, mm-hmm. and then a guy on top of me and two of the guys that we play with they both I don't know how they do it but they can just come on command and so they're both in my pussy and I'm like I want you to come and they're like now I'm like yeah now and they both just fucking came in my pussy at the same time and was that like the biggest turn on for you oh so hot it was so fucking hot and your guy, is he um, watching too? Because this is his thing as he, well. He was watching. I was actually like giving him a blowjob like, while it was happening. Yeah, he loved it too. Oh my and God, then, what's the name for that? Two dicks in your pussy and a dick in your mouth. Is that like spit roasting? <laughs> Airtight? I don't know what the fuck that is. That's something though. <laughs> That's the Erica. That's the Erica special. <laughs> That's what especially yeah, like I don't know if there's a term for it. Oh my goodness. <laughs> but yeah. Well, and earlier in that day I had something else I had never had. The one guy was licking my clit while I can't remember if it was Sam or the third guy was fucking me. And like the one guy was underneath me kind of in like a sixty nine and licking my clit while I was getting fucked. And that was Oh, so hot. 
like a threesome with two guys instead of like a, yeah. a, a girl doing yeah. that. It was the, the another yep. guy. And now wait, with yep. that DVP, like after those two guys both came with you, then you let Sam come in. I mean, does he come in and then mm-hmm. fuck you as well? Because that's his big part yep. of it. Yep. Yep. And he had been fucking me like throughout. It's just, yeah, we wanted those cream pies. And and as they're fucking me at the same time, I, I start thinking like, okay, yeah, if they came inside me at the same time, that would just be like top of the mountain for yeah. me. And it, it really was. It was great. So yeah, so we've definitely been having some fun all around. And we like the multiple guys situation. We find it more fun than like threesomes that we've done with women. And is that because and you, because I know you really do like women. Is it because it's harder women. to find a, the unicorns that you're attracted <laughs> to? I mean, how come not, not as many chicks as Yeah, guys? it's also like, it's, it's, I think, harder to find. We have had a, cu- a few couple swaps and we love that, but it's really hard to find that four-way connection with someone. Right. Uh, for everybody and, or to with be into everybody. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. We, but we did, we went to a hotel takeover a few weeks ago and we had had dinner with this one couple a couple of times and they actually listened to your show now too. Oh, you're they kidding. They listened to our episodes and everything. Yeah. And we did finally, um, them and that was great too and now you're totally open just remind people because a lot of times people go guys people go mental when this is the kind of situation where the girl gets to fuck all kinds of guys but the guy can't fuck other people you're down with your guy with women oh my gosh i love seeing him so we were at a party and which we had found on set but one of our single ended up being like best friends with the host just serendipitously so we were at that party and there was not that many hot women there but there was one woman who was really hot and it was her first kind of swapping situation and she was there with her boyfriend but her boyfriend was just watching he wasn't participating so it was pretty late in the night and I had already fucked the single guy and then another guy with Sam and I was kind of just done for the night, but we were still talking and socializing. And I said to this woman, I just think you're so beautiful. I really, really would like to watch you with Sam. And she kind of like lit up like a Christmas tree. And she's like, are you serious? I said, absolutely, I am. And so they went into the room and her boyfriend and I watched while she gave Sam a blowjob. And afterwards, she said it was just so hot for her to have a woman, you know, say that to her. And and Sam loved it, too. You know, because it's like, it, I think it's a little bit different when it's your girlfriend that's really encouraging it. Like, it's not just that I'm okay with it. I'm like, I love it. I love watching him with another woman. Right. That's, like, super hot to you. I mean, you made that happen. So that's, like, a whole fantasy that I'm sure a lot of guys would love. I mean, like you said, not only is, is are you allowing it, you're, you know, facilitating it. You're making it happen because yep. you, like, love it. So that's probably so much a part of the turn on besides the fact that he's with some other person, you know? Yeah. And so that woman and I, we actually ended up, you know, just, like, exchanging contact information And the four of us have had a group chat going and just talking about different things because they kind of have a similar dynamic. You know, I say Sam is my daddy dom, like he's very much a pleasure dom. And that's 
how her boyfriend is as well. But she's been really curious about being with a woman. Like she hasn't done it, but she, oh, she wants to try it. Right. And she said, you know, she said, obviously, like you're so hot, but just the vibe that you give off makes me feel really comfortable. So she asked me, like, would I be willing, to, you know, just do some exp- exploration with her? I said, absolutely, I would. And that's what I love about this community, like being able to meet like minded or just open minded people that you could have those conversations about, you know, she's also a mother, like we can talk about motherhood and just life shit, but then also the sexual things and having that spirit of openness allows for infinite possibilities when it comes to different relationships. Right, because now it's not just your friend. It could also be, you know, a a play partner, you know, like Mm -hmm. you said, you could talk about your kids. So you have like everything there and your guys fine with that. Do you guys hook up solo with other people or Sam's always there, right? So we haven't, he has hooked up. He has a couple that he has been a third for for about 10 years now. Mm -hmm. And... (laughs) actually funny because the other day we were at brunch and I had never met them we were at brunch and they were actually sitting at the bar when we walked in so we all met and lovely couple I definitely would not be interested in either of them but but they they love having Sam the the husband in that couple is a cleanup guy and so he loves eating the cum out of his woman after Sam has come in her so you know we he has that going and that's so it's a very sporadic thing like that's maybe once every three or four months Mm -hmm. that he plays with them I've hooked him up one other time someone posted on SLS they were looking for someone for like a Sunday afternoon playtime date and I was actually away with my kids and I saw it and I messaged the husband and I said you know my boyfriend's an incredible lover, da da da. Like sent him all these pictures, and that was really hot because I set the whole thing up for Sam. He went there while he was fucking the wife. The husband was sending me like live update pictures. Oh wow! So, so I'm you're sitting there on the, the beach, yeah, yeah, with the kids, like shielding my phone <laughs> so that I could see these pictures. Hilarious. Yeah. So I, I mean. We don't play alone, like we're not poly, but if the situation is right, I'm I'm okay with him playing. I prefer, I highly, highly prefer to be there. For myself personally, I just don't want to do anything without him there. And that's my rule. That's not his rule. But, you know, and, and that's open for evolution over time. I mean, we are at where we're at today, but five years from now... I, Maybe we're at a completely different place, but I think you have to do for any couples that are kind of interested in this, you have to do what feels right at the time. And maybe that's just getting your feet wet by having parallel play where, you know, you and another, you're as a couple, there's another couple in the same bed and you're both, you know, just only with your own partners, but you're getting to experience like the sights and sounds of another couple next to you or a soft swap or you want to do, but every couple kind of has to find that boundary or that comfortable level. And what I typically hear a lot of the times is that over time, 
boundaries, rules, regulations, if they kind of fall to the wayside, I think they're very important in the beginning because you really have to tread lightly and make sure you talk about things and communicate just to make sure every step of the way everything is okay with people. But I think over time, the most successful couples that I've talked to that have been doing this for many years, like I'm talking double digit years, they don't, you know, mm-hmm. anything goes at that point. Like they had rules in the beginning, but those go away after you mm-hmm. realize that one's pretty okay with what's going down. Have you found that some right. of your rules have gone away yet? I, I mean, we didn't really have any rules. Oh, you're right. You don't really have any. <laughs> the, the solo play for me is just the boundary I put up because my connection to Sam is so strong and so deep that I feel like my sexual energy can sometimes be tied to that. And I know it wouldn't be as good for me if he wasn't there. I would think, though, maybe if Sam really was into it, maybe you would be into it because (laughs) it would be him included in some way. But like you just want him there. Yes. Right. Yes. Yeah. I mean, we've definitely dirty talked out a scenario where one time I woke him up in the middle of the night and this doesn't happen very often. But I woke up in the middle of the night and we had fucked like right before we went to sleep. Mm-hmm. So I woke up and I was woke up super horny. So I start like stroking his cock in the middle of the night and like kissing his cheek and everything to wake him up. And as soon as he gets hard, I get on top of him. I start riding him and he could feel like his cum inside me from when we had fallen asleep earlier. Mm-hmm. And then he just out of the blue starts dirty talking to me like oh baby did you just get home from your girls night and I'm like yeah and I'm like oh I have a dirty secret to tell you and so we dirty talked the whole way the whole time I was riding him about me meeting a guy at a bar and he was only in town for like two nights on business and I went back to his hotel room and um unbuttoned his pants and started giving him a blowjob and things like how big is his cock and Sam has a nine inch cock so it's not like there's any kind of competition not really yeah (laughs) but he likes to he likes it when our play partners are well endowed um Mm -hmm. and so we just like dirty talk the whole thing about me giving this guy a blowjob and then him fucking me and, and and coming inside me and then me coming straight home to Sam and so it's definitely a fantasy of ours I'm just not and and honestly if something like that legit happened it wouldn't because I wouldn't have sex with a stranger without a condom but it is really hot to think about yeah and I think that's important sometimes things could just be a fantasy but it's not something that you need Mm -hmm. to live out but you guys do like the hot wife that's kind of like a hot wife fantasy yeah exactly so I mean like I said, it, it's all built on communication and trust and openness. And, and I just, I couldn't be happier. I mean, we, we share all aspects of our lives together and there's just no shame or guilt between us. And, and we have a great time. Like we have a very deep connection and trust and, and it all kind of radiates from there. Right. So how about like with your schooling, you're going to school for sex education. I mean, you know, is that like an online thing? Is it in person? Because I'm wondering, like, do you talk openly about what you who you are, what you do? Or I don't know. I wonder. 
so I, I'm going to school to be a therapist, me and my master's. And so when I graduate, I will then do like my post grad hours. And I want to focus on, there's another certification for like sex therapy. So that's where I'm, I'm focused, but I actually, I was talking to Sam a couple of days ago about potentially pursuing a PhD and I would be so interested in the research of just kink and I think kink and, and non-traditional lifestyles are really kind of becoming more mainstream just due to social media and TikTok and all that. But I want to know, like, what is it about a couple that is the main facilitator of having a very open, fulfilling sex life? And I think too many times we hear from couples like everything is great, but we just don't have sex. Well, everything's not great if you're not having sex because that intimacy that you share, and, and I will say that, I mean, Sam and I have a lot of sex. It, it sounds like we're playing with other people all the time. I mean, these instances that I told you about today are over a six month period. Like we maybe have like one extracurricular playtime a month, just depending on our, our schedules, because we have real lives. I mean, we're busy working, going to school full time, everything like that. But I think that the connection and the intimacy that Sam and I have is what allows us to experience these things with each other. So I would like to research, like, what is that ingredient? Like, how can we foster vulnerability between partners so that a partner can even just share a fantasy with the other. Or I, I know a lot of partners, they don't tell each other about like masturbating or watching porn or like reading erotica because they don't want to be ashamed or feel that guilt for what they they're right, truly too. curious yeah. about. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. And let me tell you, I hear a lot of stories about people who crossed over to the other side of where you are like hooking up with other people and living out all those fantasies because they s were upfront and honest about what they were into and they started to watch porn and then they started to have fantasies and then they decided to cross the line and do it i mean i just had a couple jade mm -hmm. and thomas on and that's how it started. So yep. opening up, it, listen, some people will never go past fantasy and role playing. But if you have right. a good enough imagination, role play is fucking hot. Like you, you could really like believe like, you know, Absolutely. It's the scenario. So Absolutely. but and some people, though, that will lead to them, you know, fulfilling that fantasy out in real life. But that's always a good place to start for sure. Right. It's the openness and the vulnerability. It's being able to truly look at your partner and say like, this is who I am. This is what I would like. And, and that will translate into your communication across the board. I mean, it, it translates into like the way you want your dishwasher loaded. Right. If you don't feel <laughs> like you can communicate your needs about your preferred sexual position, how can you, it, it's, it's so integral to, a true partnership. And, and so that's, that's kind of my life goal now is to be there and to be the one that can help facilitate those fulfilling moments for couples. Because I do think that once you have a partner that you feel secure sexually with, you can have a very holistically 
fulfilling relationship. Were you always so good at dirty talk? Because you are like, I mean, I was thinking before, like nobody, they don't have phone sex operators anymore. Like, welcome to 2023. <laughs> I sound so old if I said, oh, you should be a I sex know. phone operator. <laughs> but you could have fucking done that. I mean, the way you talk and shit, like that poor Aaron was coming before he got off the phone with you and you were just talking. I mean, have you always been so good at, and open and into dirty talk? Absolutely not. No, that has all just developed during my relationship with Sam over the last two years. Before that, absolutely not. Well, talk <laughs> like the about that. That's that I... interesting. Like, how did you go from someone who wasn't that's so open about it and so good at it and really, you know. Piece by piece, I guess. He's really the first partner that I've had that is a dirty talker. Uh-huh. So even just things like oh, good girl. And the very first time that we hooked up, I'll never forget it. He kind of, I had on like a silky robe and he kind of undid it and it slipped off my shoulder, just very <laughs> like movie-esque. And he ran his hand down me, like down my arm. And he was just like very nice. And I could have just come just from him saying very nice. And it, it just kind of went from there. Like, he likes to whisper things in my ear, like, while he's fucking me. Like, he, he says, like, oh, you're my little fuck toy or, you know, your daddy's toy. You're my cock slut, things like that. And so from there, I just started getting a little bit more comfortable. So while we're fucking, I'll just be like, use me daddy like does my pussy feel good or things like that and and it's just it's just fun we don't talk to each other like that outside the bedroom <laughs> but right. once we start getting into it it's like the sky's full of it you know so it took one person to step up and just start talking and communicating even in just like that hot kind of dirty way with somebody and Absolutely. then the other person might feel more comfortable to do it too Right. And, and I think if you're in a long time partnership or marriage, I don't think anyone would feel comfortable going like zero to 60 with dirty talk right off the bat. No. But I think, I think having those, you could call them sober conversations where, you know, you're not in the middle of a sexual act. It's kind of like when you do maintenance on your relationship, you cannot do maintenance. You cannot grow as a couple if you're in the middle of a conflict, because the way that our brains work is, you know, your, your ability to reason shuts down when you're in a conflict. So the same thing, like you don't want to make a decision about being a swinger while you're in the middle of fucking because you're, you're not making those decisions. But, you know, having a sober conversation when you're just out on a date night or sitting on the couch and saying, hey, you know, this might seem a little out there, but how do you feel about just kind of spicing up the way we talk to each other in the bedroom? And they might be like, well, what do you mean? And if it's the husband, for example, he could say like, I just, when I'm fucking you, I just think you are so hot and you're just such a good girl. And, and just like kind of put something a little bit vanilla-ish out there and see how, how she responds to it. Obviously, there should always be consent, even with dirty talking. So if your partner says absolutely not, then, then don't do it. But I think having, having the ability to have those conversations is very important. 
Or you could kind of test the waters a little bit while you're fucking and be like, oh, your pussy feels so good on my cock. Something like that, where it's not degrading, it's nothing like that. It's not over the top. Or if you're the woman, like, like, oh, fuck me, you know, fuck me. Or even just if the guy is fucking you and it feels good, tell him. Be like, oh my God, that feels so good. Like right there. Don't stop. Like, or I'll just I'll say like, oh like press in, press in a little more. Like I'll give a little bit of instruction and, and all that can be really hot for the guy as well because you are showing that like they're pleasuring you and you're enjoying it. You're giving that positive feedback. There's really no one on the planet that doesn't want positive feedback and that absolutely translates into the bedroom. Yeah, for sure. And now you said in the past couple months you've been really realizing you're an exhibitionist. Is that in role-playing fantasy talk or in real life? <laughs> no, I mean, that's real life. Like um, at that hotel takeover with a couple, the way that it worked is the bottom, like the the ballrooms and everything were kind of like where a traditional like club type vibe was happening where they had the bars and the dance floor, the DJ, there was a stripper pole. And then they had one floor set up. Now the whole hotel was just this party. So we went up to like where the party floors were, where people just had their rooms open and they were having drinks and different things going on on the party floor. And we went up and we started hooking up with that other couple. And I realized that everyone in the room, like we were the only ones that were fucking, they were all watching us. And that's incredibly hot for me. And then that other house party that I talked about where Sam had hooked up or had gotten the blowjob from, from the one woman, when I was playing with Sam and another guy, there were couples and other single guys who were just kind of around the bed, like touching themselves and just, and just watching. And that to me is just so fucking hot. Cause I feel like I'm a porn star in that moment, you know? And just to know that like, Seeing me have pleasure is giving is giving another guy hard or turning on a woman. That's incredibly hot for me. Well, listen, do you have any place that people like that you give out? Like, I mean, I don't know. Do you give out your fat life or anything? Or should we just make people go to my Patreon if they want to see how hot you are? Because you are very. <laughs> I think just go to the Patreon because, yeah. you You're know, private. if I give out the fat, it does have my location, everything on there. So I do want to maintain the anonymity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfect. So no shout out. Sorry, guys. Don't email me. So listen, yeah. Erica, thank you so much for calling in and thank telling you. your stories. Like you really are. Thank you. I mean, too bad there's no phone operators all that would you should have like an erotica <laughs> podcast. <laughs> you I, just... pop, I mean, I would say, you know, down the line, I would definitely be open to having a podcast and, and other things. But you know, this is where I'm at right now, and, and we'll see what happens in the future. No, and I just love that. Then you just come on my show and do it because it's fucking great. My yeah. audience is going to love just <laughs> you, you talking about anything is, like, hot. So thank you for calling in and sharing your story. Poor Aaron. He fucking missed out. Aaron, what's your I problem? Know. That's that's what happens when you're young. You look back when you're younger, and you're like, oh, I missed that opportunity, that opportunity. I think he's yep. just too young to really have realized what he missed out. He should have taken two aspirins and showed up. I mean, he just had a yep. fever. Who the fuck cares? 
<laughs> I know exactly. <laughs> no, but maybe so he was much. being consideration considerate. I you mean, know? I think he was. Yeah, I yeah. mean, in the long run, yeah. I really didn't need to get sick, but yeah. you know, <laughs> it is what it is. That's so funny. Anyway, thank you, Erica. Thank you for calling in. Thank you for sending thank me some more hot pics of you. People should go listen to your first episode, five twenty two, and then the girl talk episode. I'll put links to both of those and then link to my Patreon so that they could see you. You're a ten. And they'll have to go there to see you because you are anonymous. But thanks so much for calling in and giving me this great update. Thanks, Kathy. I'll talk to you later. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Hey, everyone. Thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode. If you want to follow the show, follow me at Strict Anonymous on Instagram or Twitter. That's at Strict Anonymous. If you are on YouTube, make sure to subscribe. I love YouTube as a platform for my show because people comment there and I try to reply back to every single person who posts a comment. So even if you're not listening on YouTube and you want to talk about the show, go to my YouTube channel, subscribe, like, and share my videos. It's Strictly Anonymous Podcast. If you want to sign up for my Patreon, on my Patreon, you are not only supporting my show, but you will get these episodes early, ad-free, and you get to see anonymous pics of my guests. Most of the girls send in anonymous pics and some of the guys send in anonymous pics. So if you want to see anonymous pics of my guests as well as support my show and get these episodes early and ad-free, sign up for my Patreon, patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. That's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. The link is also in the description below. Thanks so much for listening. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous.